A drunk man wakes up in a morgue after being declared dead, and then he rushes right back to the party. The world's first hotel for houseplants has just opened up in London. And Chernobyl Vodka, the first consumer product made in the exclusion zone. These are the weird stories for today, Thursday. This is Jonesy, that's right. The host of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by Jonesy. <laughs> that's right. What the, what the weird? Weird. 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 AF News. Yo, listening to what? Weird AF News. What weird AF News? I get that weird. Weird. I get that weird. Weird. What weird? Weird. 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 Weird AF News. A drinker wakes up in a morgue after being declared dead when he passed out drinking vodka in Russia. And he heads straight back to the party. This guy's a hero. A drinker who was declared dead after downing too much vodka in Russia woke up and found himself in a morgue. <laughs> it's a bad day. You know, rather than go home and sleep off the hangover, this guy went straight back to join his friends at the party. I mean, can you can you imagine being that hardcore of a party dude? the hell i'm so i got so many questions how old is this guy the man had been at a party in kansanki region did i say it right kansanki in russia's far east and he was drinking vodka does the article really need to say that he was drinking vodka i mean they've already said it like three times i mean we assume he's drinking vodka it's in russia isn't that what all they drink in russia is vodka It's like telling me you were at a Dodger game and you were drinking and drinking, eating Dodger dogs. Like we just assume you're getting a Dodger dog. You're at Dodger Stadium. Maybe that's a bad analogy. Back to the article. After overindulging in vodka, he passed out, and when paramedics arrived, they pronounced him dead. That's a little premature. I question the authenticity of these paramedics. <laughs> Do they just pronounce him dead like that so quick? Nah, dead. He's got to be still breathing, though, right? It's just an alcohol-induced coma. I've been there. We've all been there, right? Shit, are you kidding me? I've been unconscious. Friends holding me by my ankles, holding me up while I'm throwing up in a toilet. I saw the photos afterward. Shameful. And nobody's there to wipe my chin! The paramedics pronounced him dead, this guy, who they're not naming. They arranged him to be taken to the local morgue. He was placed in a freezer. Unbelievable. Because the facility was filled to capacity with dead bodies at that time. So they just put him in a freezer. In other words, they didn't slide him in one of those... I don't know what you call those. Soon afterward, the man started to come around and he was was taken aback to find himself in new surroundings. He was taken aback, the article says, to find himself in new surroundings. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's the least of the <laughs> I mean, way to downplay it. Nobody wakes up in a freezer like, and they're taken aback. I mean, more like he's scared shitless, as we say in Massachusetts. According to the local media, he pounded on the freezer door until security guards reported hearing noises and they told the doctors, somebody's in the freezer and they're alive. When they opened the door, they found the panicked man who ran from the room before he was questioned by police and then released. 
A spokesman told the Russian newspaper, The night the local morgue was filled to its capacity, the bodies were not only on the shelves, but also on the floor of the freezer room where our dead man was allocated. At some point, the man woke up, failing to understand where the hell he was. It was dark and it was cold in there, this poor man. In addition, his brain was obviously foggy due to the influence of vodka. In the darkness, he felt someone's Someone else's completely cold limbs, and in fear, he banged on the door. It was locked. After making his escape, the man decided to return to the party that he had been forced to leave in the ambulance earlier, and he found that it had turned into his wake. He showed up, and they were mourning him. Do you think they all thought a ghost had arrived? Like, oh, poor Alexei. I imagine his name's something like Alexei. They're not telling me his name, which leads me to believe that this article may not even be true. They're like, poor Alexei. He died, at least he died doing what he loves. Drinking vodka out of cleavage. <laughs> cleavage of Sonia. <laughs> I just assume they, they drink vodka out of women's cleavage over there. I don't know. I'm just imagining, like, the greatest party ever in Russia. <laughs> it had to be good. This guy went back to it. He died doing what he loves. And then all of a sudden he shows up. My God, he's here in the flesh. No, not the flesh. His ghost? Alexei, is you? He's risen from dead like Christ. <laughs> unbelievable. You know, what's unbelievable is how terrible my Russian accent is. Imagine. You don't, your first thought, waking up in a freezer. You've been pronounced dead. Your first thought is, yeah, going back to the party to... Uh, have more of that. <laughs> Have some more of that stuff that put me here in the first place. One of his friends fainted when he arrived at the party. Obviously, I would have fainted too, perhaps. Maybe not. I don't know. Definitely would have been shocked to see my dead friend arrive. I mean, and I would have let him drink all the drink at that point. Wow, you give this man all of our booze. He he really earned it. He has proven himself as the most potent drinker in all of Russia. Clearly. The best. Wake up dead, go back to the party. That's a very, very dedicated drinker, is what I'm saying, at the end of the day. Although I'd imagine everybody in Russia is a real dedicated drinker. This probably isn't even a story over there. I'm probably like, this shit happens all the time. Every weekend. So come to Russia, drink vodka, end up in freezer, come back to party, no problem. The world's first hotel for houseplants has just opened up in London. And I can't believe this exists. I went to the website. It's a legitimate business. A hotel for houseplants? A hotel exclusively for houseplants just opened in London, offering a lifeline to plant parents who are worried about leaving their botanicals to wither during the summer holidays. Oh, this is like for total rich people, right? When you holiday all summer, you leave. Leave your plants. But if you're wealthy enough to holiday all summer, aren't you wealthy enough to have like someone just show up at your house and water your plants for you? You don't have to bring them to a hotel, right? You probably have like a maid or a helper of some sort that takes care of your home. I don't know. I'm just imagining this summer holiday lifestyle that I've never indulged in because I'm, I'm, I'm not of this wealthy 1% ilk <laughs> who could use a, a plant hotel. I mean, I just... I can understand the pets, but the plants, really? Just give it to a friend. What do you... I've taken care of plants for people that went away for a month or two. My neighbors. Like, just be a good person and help each other out. I'll take care of your plants for you. You take care of my plants for you. 
It's fairly easy. You shouldn't have to pay for this crap. But maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. Is it that big of a deal for some people that they they need to feel the security of having them in the hands of somebody who 24-7 is going to be on top of that shit? The article says, if like us you're worried about your indoor plants and whether they'll survive while you're away on vacation, then fear not because the Patch Plant Hotel is here to keep your plants alive and healthy in a five-star, all-inclusive, botanicals-only hotel. It's free to book, and even plant food and drinks are on the house. Wait a minute. It's free? You sure about that? That doesn't make any sense. How do they make money? The Patch Plant Hotel is located in Battersea, B-A-T-T-E-R-C. And it's now open for bookings until... September 5th, 2019, there are 100 rooms up for grabs to accommodate your beloved leafy plants. Wow, they get their own room? Seriously? I mean, I've stayed in hostels where I didn't even get my own room. I had to sleep with other strangers. These plants get their own room? Wow, this is some, this is some serious, like, plant royalty treatment here. If you book with the hotel, they say, your plants will be taken care of by a team of specialists. For free? Really? These specialists ensure that they stay hydrated and loved while you enjoy a guilt-free, carefree break. You're even invited to share the personality traits and specific needs of your plants to ensure they get the very best care. Oh, you tell them which... These are plant experts. They should be able to know what the plant needs by knowing what, you know, what species it is. You gotta tell them what... This is... This thing... This... This ficus really enjoys, you know, just three hours of sunlight a day. She actually likes it when you play Bon Jovi to her. I mean, what's going on here? The article says, During their stay, leafy residents will receive a checkup from the in-house wellness team, which includes a custom hydration spa treatment. (laughs) Spa treatment for a plant? (laughs) Come on, man. I haven't even had a spa treatment in years. I can't afford that shit. These plants? Somebody's little fern is going to get a spa treatment? What about me? I'm not as pretty as a plant, though. I get it. I get it. How is this free? I still don't get that. The hotel is a sanctuary for your beloved plants. They will be in great company and looked after with the respect and love that they so richly deserve, says the hotel manager, Rose Grower. Rose Grower? That's a real name? This ain't real. Is this article fake? I have a suspicion that it is. I went to the website. There's no phone number, so I can't call them. I really want to verify this, though. Anybody in London can verify that this exists? Rose Grower says many of us have asked a friend or family member to water the plants while we're away on vacation, only to return with disappointment. Our hotel not only saves your plants, but your relationships as well. From sun-seeking plants to those who prefer a shady spot, the hotel accommodates for all luscious greenery. And when you return from your holiday, your plants will check it out, will check out in tip-top shape. <laughs> to book one of your plants at the room, you need to go to patchplants.com slash planthotel, which I did. It is a website. You can put in your arrival date and your departure date and how many plants that you have, whether they're indoor or outdoor, when you want to check in. Once your booking has been confirmed, you're invited to drop off your precious plants at the hotel in Battersea. Should I keep going with this? Is this <laughs> Because the article keeps going. The CEO has a quote. Would you like to hear it? Here's the quote from this maniac. We all know the crushing disappointment when you return from the holiday to find your plant has gone from green lusciousness to a burnt, dried-out bunch of twigs. We wanted to open the hotel to give a helping hand to these increasing number of plant parents when they need it. 
With the house plant trend currently sweeping the Insta generation, oh, is that true? New research by Patch found that 67% of Londoners bought a plant in the last year, with 130,000 plants sold via Patch in 2018. The online shop is on track to sell 300,000 plants by the end of the year. Apparently, this Patch is like an online plant purchasing website. I didn't know, I didn't know about this. I guess it's London-based, perhaps. Is this how they offer the hotel for free, the hotel services? If you've bought plants off their website, then you can actually use the hotel for free? I'm curious. I want to check into this hotel and go to the spa myself. I'm going to paint my ass green and tell them I'm a plant. <laughs> Have someone pretend to be my owner. This is my plant. Needs a spa treatment every day. Loves a massage. If you could um, play old school hip-hop and R&B for him <laughs> throughout the day and feed him Oreo cookies. That would be fantastic. Copious amounts of caffeine and weed are definitely... <laughs> Wait a minute, your plant smokes weed? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Would you guys use such a service? I'm curious. Or are you a, like a reasonable human being such as I am? I would just ask my neighbor to please water my plants. Or, you know, I have roommates, which is definitely a... You know, not the best situation, but when you have a a plant and you're leaving town, it's a pretty, pretty good situation because one of the roommates can take care of the shit. I'm not sure I would use this houseplant hotel, but would you? What do you think of this idea? Is this ridiculous? Have we gone over the top with our plant care? I mean, what what's next? What is next? A hotel for the shoes that we're not taking on vacation? Somebody buffs them for you? <laughs> That's a bad idea. I'm trying to think of, you know, I try to on the spot think of these analogies and, you know, some of them are winners and some of them are just pathetic. Shit. Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Scientists have produced a radioactive-free Chernobyl vodka. A team of British scientists has helped produce a radioactive-free vodka called Atomic from crops that were grown near the site of the 1986 Chernobyl nuclear disaster. The team did find some radioactivity in the grains, but said the normal distillation process meant the only radioactivity in the alcohol was natural carbon-14 at the same levels that you would expect in any spirit drink. Nothing higher, nothing lower. Therefore, not deadly to you. You can drink this vodka, you can enjoy this vodka and not worry about growing a third nipple. Although that would be pretty cool. You could join the circus, (laughs) make some side cash. Come into the third nipple tent. Here's a quote. I think this is the most important bottle of spirits in the world because it could help the economic recovery of communities living in and around the abandoned areas of Chernobyl, said Professor Jim Smith. Smith has been researching the contamination from Chernobyl for over 30 years. He's worked alongside alongside colleagues in Ukraine to produce this special vodka. I'd love to... It's nice to know scientists are doing really important stuff like making vodka out of places that are 
at one time radioactive. You know, you can make vodka in places that weren't radioactive or aren't radioactive, and you get the same product, really, so. Am I going to trust your vodka? That's the question. Yeah, hell, I'd try it. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You know, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll grow another limb or something. I'll be better at sports. <laughs> We're not letting the three-legged man play softball anymore. This is a disadvantage <laughs> that we have. We have no three-legged players. Where did you grow your third leg? I've been drinking Chernobyl vodka for 10 years. I grow leg. Super strength. What a coincidence. Two Russian vodka stories in the same show. Here's a quote. Many thousands of people are still living in the zone of obligatory resettlement, where new investment and use of agricultural land is still forbidden. Scientists said they were setting up a company called the Chernobyl Spirit Company to sell vodka that they're making there, and they hope to begin small-scale production later this year. 75% of profits from the production are planned to go to the local community. That's a good thing, though, because people that are living around there, they need, uh, you know, they need help. You know, I've seen a video of people living in such places and it's not good. Not good. But I can't help going back to the idea of how in the world this vodka can't be radioactive. Further down in the article, they interview a chemist who says, when you distill something, impurities stay in the waste product. So when we took rye that was slightly contaminated and water from the Chernobyl aquifer and we distilled it, we asked our friends at – oh, so we took the rye that was slightly contaminated, blah, blah, blah. I guess the distillation process removes the radioactive stuff. That seems comforting to me, I guess, you know. Sounds pretty safe, right? We asked our friends at Southampton University who, ha who have an amazing radio analytical laboratory to see if they could find any radioactivity in this vodka, the chemist said, and they couldn't find anything. Everything was below their limit of detection. Fantastic. What did they learn from this? They learned a very important lesson that they actually don't have to abandon this land, they say. We can use it in diverse ways and we can produce something that will be totally clean from the radioactivity. That's pretty cool. Does it taste good, you're wondering? I'm wondering the same. They compared the Atomic with a house vodka at a cocktail bar in London. One of the bartenders says, It's more of a grain spirit than a vodka, actually, so it has much more fruity notes. You can till, still taste the rye. Pretty good. So what cocktail would, would they make from this, the bartender was asked. <laughs> Definitely a classic martini, but I'd also mix it with champagne. I don't know. I just thought you might like that. Only one bottle of this vodka has pr been produced so far, and it will be a while before atomic martinis are available for the rest of us. They hope to produce 500 bottles this year. 500 bottles, selling it initially to the increasing number of tourists who now visit the exclusion zone. Yeah, I think I covered that in an article recently of people visiting the exclusion zone. You got a lot of balls, I tell you right now. And then uh, to visit the exclusion zone and then buy a bottle of vodka that was made from grains grown in the exclusion zone and to drink that shit, you got to be a real, you're a barbarian as far as I'm concerned. That's fantastic. I do have my reservations, though, about mingling with any former radioactive area. I just do. Whether it's visiting it or drinking or eating anything made from it. I mean, I'll try anything once, but 
I have my concerns. Would you guys try this vodka? How do you feel about exclusion zone farming? <laughs> We're not. Are going to bottle water from the exclusion zone next? And send it. Chernobyl water. <laughs> this will be good. Oh, that's just wrong. Hit me with your weird news. Why don't you hit me with your weird news? Hit me with your weird news. Fire away. What's up, y'all? This is Jonesy. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Please share the podcast with someone you love, but also share the podcast with someone you hate. Because nothing bridges the barrier of hate better than laughter. Am I right? Hey, I've lost my mind today. <laughs> Nonetheless, I want to give shout outs, or maybe just a shout out to uh, someone who reached out to me on Instagram, Margaret Young. She wrote, you catch a lot of flack for your singing, Jonesy. I think you're really good, surprisingly good. <laughs> Amazing. I listen to your podcast. It's good entertainment. I love the alligator song. The first time you sang it, I laughed by myself for a little too long. LOL. Anyway, have a good afternoon. You're a funny guy, and I appreciate you. And I appreciate you, Margaret Young. I appreciate all my weirdos that reach out to me. Reach out to me anytime, by the way. I just love to hear from you. I'm a lonely boy. It should be all alone with my caffeine. <laughs> Funnyjones at gmail.com. That's where you can hit me. Hit me with it. Hit me with digits. Call the show. 646-50-112. Don't hesitate. The phone lines are waiting. <laughs> and corresponding is good. It makes me so horny. Just kidding. Keeping it rated PG here. What else? Oh, yeah, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where today I uploaded a video of me visiting a very weird place in the desert. Yes, not a, not such a unique thing. The desert is filled with weird places and weird people. But I cut together a very funny video that I think you'll find very enjoying. So if you are one of my patrons, look for that in the Patreon. How do I get to see the videos, Jonesy? I put a lot of stuff on there. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Check it out. And uh, lastly, I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow for Florida Fridays, of course. This week has really flew by, didn't it? Flown, it has really flown by. Is that the proper English? I don't know, guys. Public school. You know how that can be. Peace! Yay! Jonesy, did you really think you could turn the podcast people against me? I mean, come on now, man. I'm just a man from Florida. Just trying to make ends meet. I mean, what am I going to do? Hey, Dad, when are we going to go to Disney World? We're never going to go to Disney World. We're from Florida, damn it. We're not going to go there. Hey, Jonesy, you got me all, all goodness gracious.